Greetings, family. This is Delisha Artis, and I am your host of the Wealthy Crown Podcast. The Wealthy Crown is where we empower believers and kingdom entrepreneurs on how to become better financial stewards by applying both godly wisdom as well as practical money strategies. So get ready to position yourself for financial breakthrough and abundance by the supernatural power of God. And may your hands never lack what's in your heart to do for the kingdom of God. Hey family, welcome back to this week's episode of the Wealthy Crown Podcast. Listen, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Uh, We want to encourage you to go ahead, become a part of this community and family by making sure that you're connected to the podcast by downloading, following, and even sharing with someone that you know that is in need of encouragement and empowerment along their financial journey. So you guys, this week, we are talking about financial forgiveness, financial forgiveness. And if you have not listened to last week's episode, I want you to stop right now, hit pause, click the link in today's show notes, and I want you to listen to last week's episode on financial shame. Once you listen to that episode, it's going to set you up so that way you'll be ready to listen to this one. What I feel God is doing with this series that we're doing is really allowing us to share on and really speak on those places spiritually that can really hinder us from moving forward in our financial journey. When it comes to shame, when it comes to guilt, when it comes to unforgiveness, you guys, these are the things that are spiritual that can really stop us from doing the practical things. You know, as we teach here at the Wealthy Crown, yes, we teach you the word of God, but also practical money strategies. I had to do both in order to really see the power of God show up in my finances. So on the practical side, when you're starting your financial journey, the first step really is to start working on that money plan, doing that 90-day financial review, you know, getting organized. But what happens when you're in a place where you are intimidated by the numbers? You're in a place of fear. You really don't want to look at the numbers. You think in your mind it's so bad, it's so terrible. I don't even want to look at it. I I don't even want to deal with it. It's depressing to even think about it. Well, oftentimes, if you feel that way, you are either dealing with a spirit of shame, a spirit of guilt, and for many of us, it is dealing with unforgiveness. So it's so important that we deal with these areas spiritually because if not, Those things will keep you in a place of being stagnant. And although God wants to bless you, he wants to help you, he wants to increase you so you can eliminate the debt, start saving, investing, giving, sowing, doing all of those things according to his word. But if you are allowing these spiritual things to hold you up, you're never going to be able to move in God's financial best. So again, on today, we're dealing with financial forgiveness And this is really going to come out of, again, John 8, which is the revelation that the Holy Spirit gave us. And specifically on today, we're looking at verse 11. And it says, and this is the young lady who was caught in the act of adultery. And as we saw with last week's episode, it was a spirit of shame that was wanting her to be punished and condemned. But we see in verse 11, it says, she said, no man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. 
go and sin no more. That final line there is really going to give us the foundation for what the Holy Spirit wants us to share on today. Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. You guys, if we're going to walk in what I like to call financial forgiveness, if we're going to be free to go, right, and to move forward along our financial journey, we have to deal with our hearts. The definition of forgiveness is a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance toward a person or group who has harmed you regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness. Again, we see that forgiveness is essentially a decision to really deal with your emotions and to make sure that your emotions are in alignment with the decision to move forward. So the first thing, you guys, if we're going to go freely as it relates to experiencing God's financial best, the first thing that we must do is receive God's forgiveness. We must receive God's forgiveness, which means he's made a decision to free us from the mistakes of our financial past. We see this in John 8. Jesus told her, neither do I condemn thee. A lot of times it's hard to move forward in our financial progress if we believe that God is holding something against us. If we believe that what we're experiencing, we deserve. Well, listen, when we accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we have now come under the blood of Jesus. We are now new, new creatures, new creations. And there's a new start, a new beginning for us. So the first thing that we have to know that God forgives us. We realize that, hey, I've been a part of this financial mess and I understand my part in it, but I'm ready to move forward, God. I'm ready to learn how to do it your way. I'm ready to... Um, experience financial increase and abundance the way your word talks about, God backs you up in that. And I talked about that a little bit on last week's episode when I was in my car that day and I saw Psalms 118. The Lord has chastened me sore, but he has not turned me over to death. It was in that moment that I knew that I had received God's forgiveness. Yes, I was going to go through a season of correction, of growth, of change and transformation, but God was not leaving me. He was not going to withhold his goodness, his grace, his mercy, his power to promote and increase me. In that moment, I knew from the word of God that I received his forgiveness. That's the first thing, you guys. Know that you are forgiven. The second thing that you must do, and oftentimes this proves to be much more harder to do, but you also have to release forgiveness to yourself. You got to release yourself. I know it can be hard when you look at the numbers, you look at the outstanding debt, you're looking at your bank account. And when you first start your journey, you begin to think about the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. <laughs> if I would have known better, I would have did this, I would have done that. Now I have to do this because I did that. And if you're anything like me, I want it to beat my own self up. But you got to know that absolutely, if you had known better, you would have done better. That was me. I didn't know better. So I made decisions in those moments concerning my finances that were in alignment with my knowledge and understanding. So what I had to do was make a conscious decision as I move forward. 
Because if you don't, it's going to hinder your pro- your progress. You're going to be moving forward, but at snail's pace because you're constantly beating yourself up over what you have to do now to correct something in your past. You have to make a decision to let it go. That You ever heard that saying about don't cry over spilled milk? Once that milk is spilled, it's, there's nothing that you can do about it. But in order to release forgiveness for yourself, that means I'm going to make sure that my feelings are in alignment with God's goodness. Because I've already received God's goodness and God's forgiveness. So I'm going to make sure that my emotions now are in alignment with saying, I forgive myself. I didn't know better. But now I'm going to make sure moving forward, I'm going to apply this new knowledge as I gain it to experience God's financial best. So again, to release forgiveness to yourself is to align your emotions around your past financial mistakes with God's goodness, knowing that God is with you and that he is going to help you. The next thing that we see and one thing that the Holy Spirit revealed to me out of John 8 when it comes to forgiveness is we all must understand and know that God is the judge. And we see this in Isaiah 33, 22. And it says, for the Lord is our judge. The Lord is our ruler. The Lord is our king. He will save us. The revelation I received from that scripture is to know that God is the judge. So how this works in the natural and what I saw is that God is the judge. He is the one sitting in the courtroom of heaven. So you have the prosecutor on one side, which is the enemy, which is stating, listen, she made these financial decisions. She signed for these credit cards. She overspent. She is guilty. But then you also have the defense on this side. And the one that is defending me is Jesus. He's saying now, because of my blood, I see what she's done. I see her past decisions, but now what I've done in the spirit covers her. She has received me as her Lord and Savior, so her past financial decisions cannot be held against her. She is moving forward in light of knowing what I have done for her. And so when we say that God is the judge, he knows all the evidence, you guys. Because man could come in at this point in time in your life and look at your finances and say, you know what, you deserve this. You made these decisions, you did it, you're guilty, you deserve the penalty. Off with you, (laughs) right? You're just going to have to struggle. You're just going to live paycheck to paycheck. You have to deal with it. But God knows how I grew up. He knows the information that I didn't know about finances. He knows the areas that I was ignorant in. He knows that when I made those financial decisions, I didn't have all the knowledge. I did it out of ignorance. I did it out of not knowing. God knows the end from the beginning. This is why we can receive his love and his grace because he knows all the evidence, not just what the enemy is presenting to him at that very moment for that specific situation. He knows everything about us. And he said, because of that, I'm able to freely release my forgiveness and my love to you because I know. So again, 
in order to fully walk in financial forgiveness, you have to know that God knows and he sees all. He understands and he's ready to help you. Receive his forgiveness today. And the last thing, you guys, that you must know and understand if you're going to walk in the freedom of financial forgiveness. Because without this freedom, you're going to be stagnant or you're going to move forward, but at a snail's pace. you got to be free. You must be free. The last thing is you must understand that forgiveness comes with a responsibility. Forgiveness comes with responsibility. What does that mean? We can't just say, I'm sorry, and then keep going in the same direction that we were going before. This is what it talks about in John 8 and 11. He said, neither do I condemn thee. He said, go, you're free now. You receive my forgiveness. But then he also said, and sin no more. Don't keep thinking the same way. Don't keep doing the same things. Don't go back to the very thing that I've forgiven you of. So when we receive financial forgiveness, we now have a responsibility to go learn, take that financial class, to study our Bibles, read books, listen to podcasts, listen to YouTube videos, go online, gain the knowledge and the information that we need, connect with the wealthy crown. So you can now begin to build up your knowledge on what it means to really manage money and do it in a way that honors God. We can't receive God's forgiveness and then continue going the same way. There's another scripture in the Bible that says, listen, sin no more unless a greater thing will come upon you. Practically for us, what that means is you have to change the way you're handling your finances because if you don't, you're going to end up in a deeper hole, in a worse situation. So you guys, these are important steps that we have to take and understand if we're going to walk in financial forgiveness because otherwise we're going to continue to live outside of God's financial best and that's not what he desires. He's waiting on you to break through the prison doors of shame and also break through the prison doors of unforgiveness. All right, you guys, that's the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for being here. We love you, and we look forward to connecting with you guys again next week.